You're listening to the Hanging with the AD podcast, where we break down hot topics in athletic administration and lessons learned through leadership. Now, here are your hosts, Josh Matthews and Don Baker. All right, welcome back here, uh, Hanging with the AD podcast. Really excited for our next guest, Mr. Josh Matthews. He's the athletic director of Pope High School. I want to thank you for being with us today. From afar, uh, I have always noticed that you have always been a forward thinker. Uh, you, you're always asking questions. You're always looking at different ways to attack issues. Where do you think that comes from? You could let us know a little bit about your background. We'd like to start this thing off with, uh, hypothetically, what would be on the back of your baseball card. Uh, and so if you could kind of give us a little bit of that background and your story, we'd really appreciate it. Yeah, that's cool. I uh, collected baseball cards when I was a little kid. I don't know if they're still popular or not, but I really enjoyed them and learned a lot about those baseball players, which is my favorite sport when I was reading those baseball cards. But yeah, I grew up in Winder, Georgia, over by Athens. Actually, was not a UGA fan. Grew, that, yeah, I don't geez. know. My dad was a Tech fan. And I, I mean, I grew up in Bulldog country and uh, Winder Barrett High School. Uh, grew up going to football games and athletic events since I was probably third or fourth grade. Uh, and we were Bulldogs. So we're double G Bulldogs, which is unique. But uh, we were red and black. But uh, I was not a UGA fan, even though I grew up in the backyard of Athens. My mom and dad were just a huge part of who I am now, but also just growing up uh, there in Winder. It was a fun place to grow up. My dad coached me in baseball from the time I was in T-ball all the way through high school summer ball. So um, did a lot of baseball, a lot of sports. We were always outside doing things like that and involved. So, uh, you know, that's kind of where I grew up. It was a fun place to grow up. It was a good environment to learn from and to uh, to compete in uh, and just a fun place to go. Like I said, I, I grew up going to football games probably third or fourth grade, riding through northeast Georgia with my dad, my best friend, and his dad. And I remember listening to the Ted Taylor Collins show, which is still on up there. And you should love a good radio show. Absolutely, yeah. And I mean, that's that. I can uh, I can still pick it up every once in a while here in, in Cobb County. So uh, it's now like the school board show. But uh, what what a fun time that was! And uh, just riding around, learning sports, learning high school sports, and just doing that on Friday nights. And as far as being a forward thinker, uh, I'm not sure. I don't I don't know uh, where that comes from. My mom's probably the hardest working person I know. My dad, I got to work with him a little bit uh, as I was, you know, getting into the workforce there, 14, 15, 16 years old. And I mean, he was an extremely hard worker too. So as far as working hard, I know where that comes from. But as far as uh, being a forward thinker, I think it's just something I gained and, and really thought of as a, as a coach, coach baseball over at Laster High School before I came to Pope as athletic director. Uh, so I, I think we were just challenged on a daily basis there to, to get better. And when I stepped into this seat as athletic director, you kind of see things more on the business side. And uh, when it comes to thinking about where we're going, I, I'm just trying to stay in front of that. And, and I tell our guys, one of my priorities as athletic director, I have four of them, and one of them is for us to be on the cutting edge, whether that is go to clinics and conferences and learn or – have the next piece of equipment if it can help you. I don't, we don't ever want to do something just because it's new, but if it's going to help us, we want to be on the front end of that because we want to put our athletes in the best position to be successful as possible. And there's a lot of cool new stuff coming out. We, we want to be thinking about that. And I know that sometimes that could be difficult as well. Which new toy do we try out or which avenue do we go and all that kind of stuff. 
Like myself, I know that you carry, you know, a special place in your heart for your hometown. What are some things, kind of twofold, that you have brought with you that you learned growing up from people, whether it be your parents, whether it be coaches you had, you know, growing up in a town like you did? And how have you translated that into your new role? And give me a little bit of that background about how you got here as the AD here at Pope. Yeah, I think there's two things. I mentioned hard work, uh, the work ethic uh, I definitely got from my parents, which was probably handed down from my grandparents. I mean, I could give example after example of just what I saw with my parents and grandparents working on a daily basis. Uh, like I said, I, got, I was able to work with my dad and I couldn't keep up. I mean, I'm a 16 year old and I can't keep up with a, with a 40 year old and he's working in the grocery store. And I mean, it, it, we still talk about it, that his, his speed was, uh, what needed to be done to get the job done. I think I learned that, that you work until the job's done. That's why, you know, I I don't mind spending time in in the office or going to events or doing the job that we have to do here as an athletic director. I think I learned some of those, uh, that that work ethic, blue-collar work ethic as I was growing up. And then the other part of that that I learned growing up in Winder was a sense of community pride. And I think that's what I bring every day. I'm going to wear a Pope shirt every single day because – I enjoy and I humbly respect the position I have and I don't take it for granted. And I want people to know that I am proud of the Pope community and I'm proud to be a part of that community. I'm still proud to be a Winder Bear Bulldog, a double G Bulldog. I can't wear red and black when I'm wearing Navy in Carolina, but uh, you know, every chance I get to read a paper or talk to a coach at Winder, that's important to me. And, you know, I grew up with a, I didn't play football. That's one of my two regrets in life. But there was a coaching staff that had been there for 15, 20 years, and they invested in that community, not just the football team. And I actually just spoke to the strength and conditioning guy a couple of weeks ago and just stay connected and just remember how they had pride in their community. And that's what I want to have in this Pope community. Once again, those two lessons, work ethic and pride in where you, where you are, where you come from, and, and who you are. And I think, you know, from someone outside looking in, first of all, I noticed, you know, that you said that looking at an old guy at 40, that, uh, that just got real. Yeah, absolutely. Like, yeah, yeah, we're there. We're the old guys now, right? <laughs> wow. Uh, absolutely. Right, that's true. I don't think I can work at his pace. I don't think I could be doing what he was doing back then. So. Yeah. Um, I agree that, you know, I think that, that you have done a really good job bringing both that work ethic and that sense of community here at Pope. It's, it's definitely, uh, I think that you're definitely a genuine article in regards to that. When you look at the AD role, there's so many aspects to it. Uh, they, they're, they're really exhausting, to be honest with you. I go home tired every day. Absolutely. Um, I think every AD agree with that. I think they do. We, we, I would say that we sleep well, but we're usually worried about something. But uh, what is the number one thing that ADs need to talk about more, do you think? Ooh, I don't know. Um, I think I read something uh, recently is about wellness, and, and I think I agree with that. I've talked about that in our circles a little bit, and I'm not the best, most fit person, but I think about it every day. I think that's our level of wellness determines our energy level, and uh, you definitely have to have an energy level to go from, you know, do the job during the day in the school building and then go watch events and evaluate coaches, evaluate how your students are acting, whether they're on the floor, on the court, on the field, or in the bleachers. You know, there's always something going to pop up that you're not ready for. So I think you have to have a mental energy, a mental awareness to to be able to switch gears really quick. So I I would say wellness, and then you turn that into where we are in society with mental illness, mental wellness with students and coaches and 
adults. There's a lot of talk there. I'm definitely not qualified to get into those conversations, but I think reading about mental illness and mental wellness is important. So uh, I would say wellness is something we need to talk about. We need to figure out how to work it into our daily routine, whether it's going out at lunch or, you know, putting the phone down and finding a, you know, John Gordon talks about a, a positivity walk. Mm-hmm. Uh, those kind of things, just getting out, walking around the track, walking through the neighborhood. You know, I think we all try to complete our task, but then we uh, we neglect our wellness. So I would say wellness is that that next hot topic for ADs and athletic administrators. Would you agree that most ADs, that the reason why sometimes their own wellness is put by the wayside is because they see themselves as doers. They see themselves as fixers. They see themselves as, well, if, if it's going to get done, I need to do it. Uh, do you feel like that's kind of a driving force behind that sometimes? Absolutely. I think every AD you talk about, especially the new ADs, will tell you, because they can still remember, you come in every morning, you have your to-do list, you think that's what you're going to do today, and at 4 o'clock there may be one thing checked off that to-do list because several other fires popped up, other people needed your attention to take care of things that weren't on your radar. And by the time you checked everybody else's to-do list off, you get to your to-do list at four or five o'clock in the afternoon and you want to complete some tasks, well, it's time to go home and be with your family. Right. And the last thing you've thought of is exercise and wellness and reading, meditating, whatever that is for that person. And yeah, and for me personally, when I get home, I want to be with my wife and my kid and I want not to neglect them. So I may neglect myself before I neglect them and, and, and that doesn't really help anyone. So do you, do you, do you find it difficult to, to flip that switch when you go home? Yeah, I, I find it difficult to flip the athletic administrative switch. Absolutely. Wow. I mean, you're always trying to solve the next problem. Think about what the next day is going to be. Try to see where you can get ahead of things as well. Yeah. Flipping the switch to wellness is right. hard, hard to do because I've got to convince my wife that if I, you know, I need to go get on that treadmill. And luckily I've got a great coach's wife and she knows what I need and she looks out for my interests. So she'll push me to do uh, that exercise or do something with the family. And, and, and she helps me turn that switch off as well. But she also allows me to keep the switch turned on when it needs to be when the phone rings or whatever. She has a lot of patience. So yes, that's great. In dealing with all of these things, and you know, all the things that, uh, I used to tell people all the time, the best and worst part about a job as, as an AD is you have that to-do list, but you don't know what you're going to be doing from one moment to the next. It may be what you think it is, but then it may be something else. How do you work to be present on a daily basis with the people that you interact with, knowing that you have so many things going on at one time, whether they're you know, behind the scenes? Wow, that's a great question. Middle of the year, um, you know, I don't, I don't know that I do a good job of that. I don't know that I've done a good job of that recently. I would say when I'm at my best being present, it is doing things like walking into my administrative assistant's area, her office, sitting down and eating lunch and being present with her where I'm not asking her to do something. It's something I just learned. I don't know. I guess I was sheltered. I just learned MBWA a couple of years ago, management by walking around. That's great. And one of our coaches said that I was just, I was walking around and I kind of said, Hey, I'm kind of just out wasting time today. Just going to be present in the building. And he said, yeah, MBWA, that's a business skill. And I really had never heard it, but I, I didn't forget it. So I think walking around in the school building, touching our coaches while they're in there teaching, that's the way I, I'm present. And then, um, you know, with kids, 
uh, as an athletic administrator, it's it's easy to lose touch with them. And I think seeing them in the hallways, but you only have three or four or five minutes to catch them there, so that's right. hard. But uh, being at events, coaches knowing when you're at an event, you're cheering for them, you're pulling for them, you're not on your phone, you're not on your laptop, you're on the floor watching the game, maybe going and talking to the coaches after the game about what happened, not critiquing them, but just letting them know you watched the game. Right. Same thing with the players. Hey, man, that was a great job you did picking that kid up off the floor. That was a big three you made last night. and We're in the middle of basketball season, so that's what I'm thinking. But right. those kind of things relating to the kids so they know, yeah, they saw you at the game, but they also know you were mentally and physically there watching and, and supporting them. Yeah, I think carries over whether it be your own children or, or kids in your building. They want you engaged. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah they, they want they don't want you just there. They want you engaged. When you look at the role of the athletic director, uh, it's it's a constant, it's a very fluid job. Uh, whether it be you know the day to day, or whether it be you know over time, in the world that we live in now, uh, at this is you know hundred miles an hour all the time. How do you see the role of the AD changing over the next decade? I think it's becoming more and more of a business position. We constantly think about bringing funds into our athletic department so we can turn those funds into facilities, uh, uniforms, anything we can do to upgrade the experience our coaches have and our student athletes have. So the business side of it continues to filter down from the pro level through the college level to the high school level. Uh, But the biggest thing is that digital side of it. I mean, we went from in the early 2000s when the internet pops up, email pops up, and that was digital. When I started in 2001, you know, that was kind of, we still had people using landline phones. So how did they ever survive? I don't know. I mean, I have no idea. Now, now you're into kids are texting coaches multiple, multiple times a day. That's how they're communicating, almost like they're doing it with their parents. But then you get into social media, how that has affected the communication, both positive and negative. And I tend to land on the positive side a lot more, even though we have to monitor it a lot. Right. Uh, luckily, I'm in an area where most of the social media interaction with kids and coaches is positive, but we definitely have to police it. And then we get into, once again, things filtering down in the professional world to the college world to the high school world with digital ticketing, podcasts uh, that we're talking about, you know, live streaming events. We kind of tried to be on the front end of that with the company NFHS Network, and I know Huddle's doing it, but there's different people that are doing live streaming to where we can take our on-campus experience that used to be just within our community. You had to come buy a $5 hard ticket and sit in the stands to see it. Now we can broadcast it to the world live and you just pay a subscription fee. And, and, you know, there are people doing that. So Pope High School, Pope Athletics can go way beyond 30062. Right. You know, that idea of, of pulling back the curtain. Yeah. giving essentially you're giving people an all access pass to your athletic department you know? yeah we're excited to do it i mean there's always questions coaches worried about getting scouted or somebody learning something about them but the positives really for me outweigh the negative we believe we do things really really well at pope we have some super people coaches parents uh, community members teachers 
and then our student athletes, and we want them to be seen as far and as wide as they can be seen. That's awesome. As we transition into you know our, our final uh, segment here, uh, we like to call it our two minute drill. So right. I want you to go ahead and get loose. And, yeah. Uh, as we come down the home stretch, so what I'm going to do, I'm going to kind of rapid fire some questions at you. And whether if it's a one word answer, then it's a one word answer. If you want to elaborate on it, you know, by all means, you can. Okay, so here we go. What's your most memorable career moment, whether it be as a coach or an AD? Oh, wow. Uh, I, I can't pick just one. I think seeing coaches' reactions when they are successful. And I've had the opportunity to see coaches win state championships, some by blowouts, some by last-second wins there in wrestling one year. Seeing the coaches and really seeing their families, whether it's their spouse or their kids or whoever it is, seeing their reaction because they invest so much time into those seasons and seeing them be successful. It's not always a championship, but whatever success is there is probably my most memorable career moment. That's awesome. If you had to to look back, there's a lot of young ADs that'll be listening to this podcast as well as as young leaders. Uh, what advice would you give your younger self? Oh, uh, be calm. I mean, it's, it's something I would told my younger coaching self. I grew up blue collar. I played baseball, but I probably played like a football player. Lots of energy, uh, lots of screaming, hollering. Like I said, probably a lot of football energy I would describe it as. Um, It took me a while as a coach to get away from that. Um, So I would tell younger ADs, younger coaches, don't be a screamer and a yeller. Uh, Just kids aren't going to respond. And and I wish I had time back with some of those kids that I screamed and yelled at Mm -hmm. to coach them in a way, in a more calm, a more relational way so yeah be relational don't be a screamer and yelling what what is an organization or team that you'd like to study oh wow alabama football nick saban that's probably a pretty good choice dabo would be number two i mean he's yeah what about uh finally a i think we all have certain routines so your life is a routine and and as much as an ad can have a routine describe a morning or evening routine of yours each day Oh, wow. Yeah, that's uh, that's easy. The, the best part, the most important part of my day is uh, getting up. And I'm not great at getting up at the same time. That's a habit I want to try to improve on. But uh, we have a little alcove outside of our bedroom, and that's where I go and do my quiet time. My faith is uh, huge to me. I'm, I'm a follower of Jesus. I believe Jesus is our Lord and Savior. And being able to get in there in the quietness of the day, the new day that God's created, and get in the Bible, get in the Word, and just try to find where the Lord is leading me to learn that day from how he wants us to act and to live our life and to lead. So that's, and I'm actually right now, I'm working through Kenneth Boa's handbook on leadership. Uh, and it's a little daily devotion, five-day daily devotion. And right now I'm in leadership qualities or leadership qualifications. So it, it's exciting for me, especially right now in this devotion, to get in there every morning and to find out what God has written down in the scripture for me to learn. That's awesome. Now, today you've been hanging with the AD, okay? Mm. And so if you could hang with anyone, Mm. whether it be past, present, whatever, uh, who would that be and why? Yeah, I think right now there's a couple of different people living, being, living right now. I I love Dabo Sweeney's, uh, Sweeney's energy and what he's building up there at Clemson. I would love to hang out and spend 24 hours or spend a work day with, with Dabo just as a fly on the wall. But if I had to pick anyone, I would say Jesus. I'd say as I read through the uh, words of the disciples and the lives, the disciples, those 12 men that were able to live with Jesus, 
there's questions I have. I saw my wife the other day. I, I, I want to ask Jesus what he wrote in the dirt. But that's a different story for a different day there. But yeah, I think walking with Jesus would have been uh, just incredible. I don't think those 12 men really knew what they were doing at that point in history. So reading about it now and, and knowing how important I believe my relationship with Christ is, uh, I'd want to spend time with Jesus. That's awesome. Thank you uh, so much for spending time with us today, Josh. Uh, I, I certainly hope that those of you that are listening are gaining some tools that you can add to your toolbox. Uh, and so uh, we've got a lot of good things on tap and can't wait to, to sit down with you again later on down the road. So thank you so much. Uh, and until next time, this is the Hanging with the AD podcast. Take care.